0: Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. The recaps for Meseches Kedushin, Daf Yomi, are being sponsored by my good friend, Mordechai Weinschneider. May our learning be a schus for him, Mordechai ben Miriam Rifka, and may he only see Bracha and Atslacha in his life. Now, on to the episode. Today's Daf Meseches Kedushin is Daf Chaf Base 22. We're beginning about five, six lines from the top of Chaf Bey's Amud Aleph. <coughs> We're going to have four sections in today's daf. So the first section the Gemara talks about is the prerequisites to becoming a nirzah. The Gemara tells us in Eved Ivri, in order for him to stay on and extend his tenure as a nirzah, he has to say that he wants this nirzah process. He wants to be a nirtsa before the last pruta begins of his servitude, as well as after his Last pruta of work has begun. Also, both master and slave need to have a wife. In the case of the slave, it means the shifcha and children. Both have to love each other. There can't be an imbalance in terms of appreciating each other. You can't have one who's sick and the other one healthy. And the gemara just leaves off as a teku. If both are sick, would that be effective for him to become a nirza or not? Moving on to the second section, the Gemara tells us the preferential treatment of an Evid Ivri and his family. So the Pasuk says, lo imach, And we derive from this that the Evid Ivri has to be treated well with food and drink, and it's like acquiring a master when he acquires this Evid Ivri, which Teisus Nachaf Aleph told us, actually, that's because if there's only one pillow, it's given to the Evid Ivri. The Gemara tells us from the Psukim, the master also has to support the Evid's Jewish wife and children, and the Gemara explains why we need to mention both of them. Moving on, to now. the Gemara tells us where was this procedure done. So the Psukim teach us that they would place the ear of the Eved Ivri at, at a standing door, means an upright door, not one that's detached from its frame. And it would pierce through the ear till it reaches the door. And the Gemara explains the symbolism of the ear and the door are similar or the lintel is because they both heard at Har Sinai or the door and the lintel in, Her, in, in Eretz Mitzrayim when Hashem skipped over, that Hashem was emphasizing the Jewish people are my children, my nation, my slaves. And by going and acquiring a human master, it's a slap in the face of Hashem. So it's really a lesson for this person to absorb that he's doing the wrong thing in a certain way. Okay, moving on now, on uh, Chaf Mudbeis, we're moving on to the next Mishnah, Chaf Beis Mudbeis, we're moving on to the next Mishnah, discussing now the acquisitions and freeing methods of an Eved Kenani. We'll bring sources and additional ways the Eved Kenani is freed in the Gemara. Mishnah tells us an Eved Kenani is acquired with Kesef, Shtar, and Chazaka, and uh, we'll discuss in the Gemara the source for that. The Eved Kenani is freed, now there's a machlokis. Reb Meir says it's Kesef given by others, Shtar given directly to him. The Chachamim say... We understand the Mishnah Kipshuto is its Kesef from himself, but it has to be that the money was given to him to give to his master by others, and Shtar would be through other people. And we'll discuss that that Machlok is later in the Gemara. We'll see it's actually three sheetes and not two. Now, the Gemara shows us the three acquisitions of the Mishnah, Kesef, Shtar, and Chazak, are deduced because there's a hekish, between land and avadim, and land is acquired in those three ways, as we'll learn later in the Mesechta, so a is also. The Brysa adds that an Eved is also acquired through Chalipin, and Shmuel adds that he's also acquired <clears throat> through Meshicha, which is pulling. Now, it's specifically pulling physically not calling his name and having him come towards you because when he would come towards you unlike an animal it's a diet that did he's moving on his own accord not acquiescing necessarily to the master's demand unlike an animal or an avid katan for that matter don't have das calling is a sufficient form of meshika the gemara just explains that really <coughs> the mishnah and brysa agree to shmuel and the mishnah agrees to the brysa it just didn't include mishnah didn't include the brysa and shmuel's additional ways of the Evid being acquired, because it only taught things that are not applicable also to Metaltolin, and the Brysa was discussing Metaltolin and Kark, aqu- all, things that are also usable for Metaltolin and Kark acquisitions, So therefore it didn't teach Meshicha. Now, the Gemara goes on and tells us Chazaka is an illustration of ownership. And The Gemara gives examples. He undoes the master's shoes, he brings his vessels to the bathhouse. Now there's a debate between the Tanakam and Rabbi Shimen if a master picks up the slave, if that would be effective as hagbah. Everybody agrees, though, that if the slave picks up the master, that acts as Chazakah. So the Gemara says, based on that, that if the master has relations with a Shifcha, maybe it should act as a Kinyan, because she's lifting him in the act of intercourse. However, the Gemara says that's not necessarily, it's not going to work as a Kinyan, because even though she's lifting him up, it needs to be that there's an imbalance that shows the Avdus, the servitude. He's benefiting and she's Mitzda'er. And even if it's shaloka and we assume that that's itself. Meshkivei Isha teaches us that Kedarka and Shaloh Kedarka are compared in this regard as well. So as to say that it wouldn't work to acquire a Shifra Kenanis. final point the Gemara tells us here is that there's two versions in a story where Marzutra had the Eved of the Ger, Rabbi Handua, who's from Kush, Ethiopian, do some sort of an action for him. Take off his shoes and bring it to his house so that the moment that this Ger would pass away, he would be able to acquire that evid. He wouldn't have a moment to be in his own domain. There's two versions in the story. If this evid was either a gadol, and it would not, it would be like the opinion of Abba Shaul, that uh, the gadol would be able to acquire his freedom, but a katan wouldn't necessarily acquire his freedom. Or if it was even talking about a katan. And he was actually concerned that for a moment that the katan would be in his own domain, the katan eved, he'd be able to acquire his freedom, and then it would come out not like the opinion of Baba Shaul. And we're stopping at the top of chaf gimel with aleph. Ezra Shem will pick up on daf with daf chaf gimel tomorrow. Everybody have a wonderful day.